Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. Can you talk about the damaging effects of these people who call themselves psychics and mediums? Let me give you a bit of background. My mother has always gone to psychics with my sisters, and they hang on every word they tell them. And um, they believe every word and live their lives by them. Three years ago, my father died at 67 after a long illness. And ever since then, my mother has increased her visits to this woman who claims she can talk to the dead. I was very concerned, but as my mother was grieving, I didn't want to get involved. When the COVID came in, I assumed it had all stopped because she was isolating for a period of time because she has COPD. But I found out recently that she's still talking to this medium every week on the phone. The real sting of the tale is the woman is still charging her the same price, 60 euro to talk to her for a half an hour on the phone. She has told me uh, what the woman says and she's convinced that my father is contacting her through this woman. And one day she came home crying, saying that my father missed her and can't wait until they're together again. I was so worried that my mum was actually going to take her own life. I called the psychic and I told her I think she's a fraud and I would expose her if she ever said anything like that again to my mother. She never even told my mother that I called, which proves that she is a fraud as far as I'm concerned. Anyway... Now, can you please expose these charlatans for what they are in the air? There are many of them out there taking advantage of mainly women, women who are grieving and uh, seriously depressed. Thank you, Niall. Now, there is no doubt that people get some comfort in talking to people who claim they can talk to the, you know, the dead or tell the future or whatever it is. And there is no doubt there are individuals out there who prey on vulnerable people. But many of these people believe that they actually are psychics. And many people believe that they actually are psychics. And it's very difficult to disprove it. Just like I could turn around to you and say, I don't believe in God. You believe in God. And I respect the fact that people believe in God. I can't prove to you there is no such thing as God. No more than you can prove to me that there is such thing as God. So it's one of those kind of debates, isn't it? I can't really prove to you that psychics are making it all up. Chances are they are making it all up. But I can't prove that to you. No more than you can prove to me that they really can tell the future or they really can speak to dead people but I want to know what your experience has been have you gone to a psychic have you ever been to a medium have you been to one of these shows where they stand up on a stage and do the whole oh I'm talking to somebody it's coming through now somebody her name begins with the letter M M is a good name by the way because generationally if you go back 20-30 years ago maybe more most of our grannies and mothers that died Probably Margaret's, you know, that was a kind of common name. Mary, Margaret, Maura, all those kind of names. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm talking to an M. Somebody in the audience here, somebody in the audience is related to her. M, M, she died something to do with the stomach, the body, maybe the lungs. All quite vague stuff. And then somebody in the audience goes, that's me, Auntie Maura. Yeah, she died 20 years ago. She had stomach cancer, God bless her. And all of a sudden then they start interacting with that person. That person gives them information. As I mentioned last night, it's called the Barnum Method. It's a show. It's entertainment. Because if somebody was dead, genuinely, think about this logically yourself, and went to the trouble of coming back, if there is such thing as the spirit world, and went to the trouble of coming back to talk to some bloke or a woman on a stage, they're hardly going to start giving clues. They're not going to go, how are you doing? Yeah, listen, I died a few years ago. That's me missus in the audience. My name begins with the letter M. And I died something to do with the stomach. They're not going to do that. They're going to tell them if they really could come back and tell them if they went to all that effort. Think logically, folks. But anyway, do you believe it? Do you buy into it? Do you think they're real? Have you had an experience? Now, I don't want you naming people's names, psychics on the air, because I don't want to give them advertising and I don't want them suing us. So I want to know what the good and the bad is. 
Maybe you've had a good experience. Maybe you've had a bad experience. Let me know if you think they're ex- basically exploiting vulnerable people. The number is 87 Maybe you disagree. Let me go to Michal. on Irlandes. No, it's not Irlandes. Era's classic hits. I'm going to say Irlande. I don't know where it was there for a minute. Michal, I mean, have you ever been to a psychic? Never. Okay. And do you know people who go to them? I met one who went to them, and I thought of the great Lord of BS, I said, sweet divine Jesus. But at the same time, I'm like you, I can't deny it, because I have met ghosts and people laugh at me, but those who are in the area that I live in have met the same ghosts, and it did me the world of good because a man who I didn't laugh at me at the idea of ghosts. Just before Christmas, he nearly killed his dog, he jammed on. He got out to see who he killed, there was nobody there. Now, right. he looked at me when, I, when I mentioned it to him before about it, he took one look at me as much as to say you're off your head. He and what did you see ghost. when you say you saw a ghost? What did you see? I said, uh, well, I seen ghosts. This particular lot, I've met them on eight occasions. First of all, I met a tall guy. Crossed the track in front of me and I said, sweet divine Jesus. But I was on my own. But about a month later, while I was feeding swans where one of them was injured, there was a girl about 11 or 12 with me. And I passed on of us. I see two people coming to me in the distance. As an area that I most definitely couldn't see in normal times. But uh, my vision was just unreal. And uh, next time I was these two figures right close to me, one lot taller than the other. And the car sits right in front of me. And the young man that was with me said, Jesus, Michal, where did they go? Right. And I, and I so said, they just vanished. They vanished into thin air. And now, do, can I ask you, do you take a drink? Then, and I go and drink or smoke. <laughs> I was going to say. But the girl was 11 year old and it was the best thing I ever heard in my life. Right. But since that, a man, well, quite a few have seen the ghost. There are three, three ghosts all together in the same area. But a gentleman who was there, probably in the 60s, very reserved, an ex-army man, a very reserved man. When I asked him about ghosts one time, he looked at me as much as a guy, you're not well in the head. But just yeah. before Christmas, he came to see me. Right. And he said, I have to take it all back, he said, because he said, yes, he said, I nearly killed me dog. He said, I hopped out. He said, he was driving the Land Rover to see there was nobody there. Right. The ghost. Okay, so okay, I get, I get you believe in ghosts. I get, so you believe in spirits. But well, do you, I definitely believe in them. Right, okay. So, but do you believe that, you know, we can summon them up? In other words, are there individuals that can summon them up when you go and visit them and pay them 60 quid? First of all, I put the 60 quid in my pocket and I wouldn't take it back out. But no. Um, <laughs> You're a bit tight anyway, Michal, I know that. I can't say there is, I can't say there isn't. But it couldn't surprise me if there are one with the amount of charlatans and frauds and frauds that goes on. They pick on those like you do believe it, especially if there's some elderly like an aunt or an uncle or somebody died someplace and the next thing is because they're, they're fleecing them for money. This is how I look at that. Yeah. I, I don't believe, I can't say, personally I don't believe it, but I do believe in ghosts and I've met them different times in life and there's no problem, I've no problem with believing in spirits. But it says that somebody can actually communicate with, with the ghosts. I have a problem with Okay, that. well then here, well then here thing, if you don't believe it, and a lot of people don't, for some reason, statistically, it's mainly women that go and see them, right? Yeah. But, but if you don't believe them, do you believe they should be... Should it be illegal to charge money for something that you can't prove? Well, well the problem is, like a woman below a knock, this famous lady, and knock could see your lord and had nail holes in her hands and everything else. Yes, how many million did she collect? She had houses in Malahide, houses in Wales. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've talked about her quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
What the, the house of prayer. The house of prayer, yeah. The house of prayer. Oh, there's been numerous documentaries about the house of prayer. Yeah, yeah and I, I know. And I heard the other fellow talking about it there last week too on the radio. Anyway, uh, getting back to psychic. So you, you don't, well, do you believe it should be illegal to charge people? I believe that it should be made uh, with some kind of proof. Like the trouble is people are ringing them up and they're giving them the clues. As to what they're, they're telling them what they want to hear. And that should be said back to them in a nice polished fashion. And they're paying crazy money to hear it. Even though they're leading these charlatans on themselves. Okay, well, stay there because I want to go to Robbie as well. Robbie, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Robbie? Not bad, yourself. Yeah, cut off on tangent there a little bit. But it should, should it be illegal to, I suppose, tell somebody that you're talking to their dead relative and charge them 60 quid? Now, I don't know whether you believe it, so maybe, maybe these people are genuine. I don't know. Now, what do you think? Personally, no, I don't believe it's genuine no, no, at all. I think it's an absolute boiler, you know. But if it makes somebody feel better, as this fella says in the yeah, letter. Make it illegal. I don't think you make it illegal. You know, if somebody wants to waste that money and give somebody 60 quid for listening to someone talking out the backside, like, knock yourself out. But I think it's absolute other nonsense. And, uh, yeah, your woman over in the house of prayer, yeah, that, there's some piece of work. They're opening a new place. I was listening to that fella you were talking about as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know they were talking about it on the show last week. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't, wanna, I don't even want to get into a conversation about it. But I think everybody knows what we're talking about anyway. Yeah, exactly. but but in relation to generally mediums and psychics or people who say they can speak to the Virgin Mary and give you messages, you know, now a lot of them will claim that they're donations, I suppose, in, in relation to that particular yeah. individual. But but yeah, in saying in saying to those people who go to mediums and pay sixty quid maybe to talk to a a dead relative. Uh, you know, is, is some people would class that as fraud, whereas other people say they're they're providing a service. Well, I mean, look, people are putting money in the collection plate for years as well. It's kind of the same thing if you want to look at people who are talking to something that you can't see and it's hard to prove that it's there. You know, so um, we even talk about religion in general. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, oh, people have left their houses to the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, yeah. I know. You know, and like, there's there's no proof that that. That's true for a book that was written a couple of thousand years ago, but we're supposed to believe that mm-hmm. the it's only 6,000 years old. Yeah, and some people believe it and some people don't. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so the, the thing is that you go and watch these people and they're sitting there and it brings me back to Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost, you know, this type of thing. But it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a nonsense for me because for me, when you're dead, you're dead. That's it. You're in the ground and good luck, boy. There is no spirit. There's no... And would you you'd be cynical about all sorts of things? What about things like moving... Do you remember the moving statues of Balan Spittle? Uh, going yeah, back in the 80s. Crack we had to kill with. <laughs> I know. So we people, people were finding stuff. Jesus and pieces of toast and everything, for God's sake. Yeah. We went around all the classrooms from Crumlin CBS and moved the statues everywhere. <laughs> Just <laughs> people that were moving. Crack we had, like... I mean, people genuinely believed, or they thought. Look, it was probably the best exercise for tourism ever. You know, that thought oh, that there was yeah, moving that statues. Jeez, that brings me back. That was, that was the mid eighties, wasn't it? It was the eighties. Yeah, the moving statues. Yeah, no, and then it was it, crying it, statues as well. That was another thing, yeah, wasn't there? That was another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was a. Uh, Dairy Girls where the fat was crying but it was actually a leak in the thing. I've only, do you know what? I've only started watching Dairy Girls. I hadn't, so, so many people talked to me about it and at the weekend I decided to watch two episodes of it and I have to say it's hilariously funny. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You're going to enjoy it. I, I, I love the I love the part the guy I, the, the random guy is just brilliant to have this random English guy with them. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but getting, yeah, getting back, I mean, look, with the, with the moving statues, at least they weren't charging people money to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a grotto, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's well, a ball in the middle, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, Valence Fiddle. I think it's Galway or Mayo somewhere in that direction. Yeah, Mihal probably oh. went to see it. No, no, yeah, I read it well, in a no, because down here, Karen, went to Valence Fiddle. Right, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah I'm, I'm, did you ever go and see any moving statues, Mihal? No, but I seen it from Valley Fairmark because they went down and moved that one. I mean, like there was, there was um, all the ghost stories, and you know, there's there's, there's the haunted houses and the Wicklow Whale, and then there's another one there just outside of Grey House, which call it uh, Greystones. That's supposed to be the most haunted house in Ireland, and it's been abandoned for years. And they're talking about somebody wants to buy it and deal with it up, and it's. If anybody can suggest, by the way, this year we will be doing our Halloween show, a classic hits, uh, and we'll be uh, it'll be on this show. And if you can suggest somewhere we should go to be the most haunted place in Ireland, we'll we'll go. Well, this, this house, this house now, also the Great Sounds, supposed to be the most haunted house in Ireland. Now, right. The abandoned house on the right hand side, you drive in the Great Sounds. Right. Well, somebody must own it. it. Well, somebody must own it. Somebody must own it, yeah. But I know that was up for sale there a couple of years ago. But uh, nobody has bought it. But this place is supposed to be the place, you know. Right. Uh, I'll, try, I'll, try, I'll, try, I'll try to take it out. And get the yeah, do. Well, yeah, you can give the details to Ashton. Okay. Now, getting back to the psychics, do you, do you, what about psychics who tell the future, Robbie? That is nonsense. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's absolutely not nonsense. Like, I can turn around right now and say, over the next 10 years, we're going to have floods. We're going to have massive fires. Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be a war. There's going to be tragedy on the earth. Yeah. Going to be the yeah. That will kill people. And I'll come back to you in ten years. And you're probably right. You are right, Robbie. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, give me a break. Like it's 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 easy to kind of predict that type of stuff and say that oh, I'm a psychic and I, and I was talking to God or my ex-husband or my aunt. Yeah, but what what do you say to people who say you know I've been to a psychic and they told me things nobody could have possibly known? I'd say uh, don't be putting so much on your Facebook page. <laughs> No. Yeah, okay, but I, I think Facebook and social media has probably made it a lot easier for these individuals yeah, to, yeah. to ply their I mean, trade. I mean, There's no doubt about it. These people are good at what they do. They know the questions to ask. You know, if they've got a woman coming to them who's grieving, your husband just died, didn't he? Or, you yeah. know, um, or you, you, you'll see on the Facebook and all that, or they'll ask you a question, you know, again, with this the ring and the hand and chain around the neck and all that. Yeah. They know the science. These, these are the professional. That's what I'm making 60 quid a half an hour. So, so is it? So do you think it's a con? Absolutely, it's a con. Of course it is. Nobody knows something about everybody. But as I said last night, if people can tell your future, well, then that means that your future is obviously set in stone, which I don't believe is the case. I think we make our own it's destiny. Not, you make your own future. You Absolutely. Know? And, and like the, the, the thing is, as I said, like they, they have a list of probably 50 questions that you never see. And they can read the science and tell by your reaction to one question. If you don't react to one thing that they say and then you react more to another one, they'll home in on that one more than the other. And, and unfortunately, you forget all the things that they get wrong and you only remember the ones they get right. Robbie, I have to go to a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Uh, maybe Ashley will pick up the phone so you can get the name of that place. Uh, the number is 087 That's 087 I'm asking you, do you believe psychics and mediums provide a genuine service to those who are grieving or have lost somebody or those who are desperate for information? And it's a good service, or do you believe it's a con? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 Oh, so many texts. Niall, I went to see a psychic many years ago. She knew so much that she couldn't have possibly known unless she was real. Well, see, what I'd say to you is maybe you genuinely believe that, and I'm not going to disrespect you, right? But when you came home and told all your mates, oh, but she knew this, and she knew this, she probably made about 300 guesses that you didn't remember, and you didn't tell all your mates about the stuff that she got wrong. 
And while she was getting stuff wrong, you were then feeding her information, which she then reworded and gave back to you again. It's very clever. They're extremely clever people, by the way. Successful psychics are very clever people. Uh, let me go to uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, you have a kind of slightly different story. You went to two psychics, and what did they say to you? Okay, yeah. So, I was about 20, 20 years old. So, I went to it. It was in Toronto, and there was like a, you know, kind of like a street festival. Okay. There's a psychic with just kind of a kiosk set up there. So, I paid, I think, $5 to go see this lady, and she told me that I was cursed. Did she have a crystal ball and a scarf on her head? Yeah, I th- no, I think she had tarot cards. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Yeah, if I remember, so she said I was cursed. Cursed. And, yeah, and I was like, oh, no, that's terrible, right? Of but course, I- of course. You, and, and how old were you, by the way, at the time, Charlotte? Uh, 20, I think. Okay, okay, so yeah, silly young yeah. woman, and there you are, somebody telling you you're cursed. Okay, that's not good. Yeah, she said, <laughs> and, yeah, so she basically told me that anything that happened in my life, I was never. it was never going to make me truly happy, right? Oh, so oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So 20 years old, you hear that and you kind of freak out a bit. But I left it and just kind of, because I don't really, I'm not that invested in them. It was just for fun. But it was still probably in the back of your mind. Yeah, like they plant the seed of it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But then, like, thought nothing of it after that. I just thought it was kind of, you know, BS. But then a year later, I went in Toronto, different side of the city, to another psychic. And now I think I paid $40 this time to actually get a proper reading. And she said to me, a year ago, you went to a psychic and she told you that you were cursed. Why didn't you do anything about this? Ooh. And I nearly fainted. So she knew you. Maybe she was a mate of the other psychic. Oh, <laughs> so so it did, that must have scared the living bejeepers out of you then, did it? Absolutely terrified me. I think I started crying. Because remember, I was still only young. I was only like 21 at that stage. Yeah. Said the exact same thing. Are you again. sure it wasn't the same woman just dressed no, differently? No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your woman again. <laughs> right. Okay. And so you took this very serious at this stage. Now, did she tell you that you could lift the curse somehow? She told me she could lift the curse. I had to pay twelve hundred. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Tell anybody about it, right? Yeah, of course. Particularly the police. <laughs> I was really upset by it, and I left actually considering paying the 1200 because I even asked, I was like, what about when I have kids? And she said, no matter what happens, they, it just won't make you happy. Something will happen to ruin it for you. And it, was she suggesting the curse would be passed on to the kids as well? No, she suggested that this curse was passed on through my parents. Right, okay. Apparently my parents were never supposed to be together or something. All right, and okay, there must have been something very bad, yeah. That's how the curse passed. So she really had me, like, this story was spinning for me. So I actually left considering paying her this money. And anyways, I did tell my mom about it. And my mom goes, well, look, if you want to go outside and burn your money. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll take the 1200 I'll lift your curse for you, Charlotte, if you like. <laughs> yeah. Do it for half the price. <laughs> I never paid for it to be lifted. Uh, but I'll tell you, I do, to this day, walk around wondering. Are you cursed? cursed? Yeah. And yeah. and have you, I mean, what age, you, can I ask what age you are now? I'm uh, 33. Okay, so in the last 16 years, I mean, has your life been reasonably okay? Yeah. Okay, so, but, but, see, but the problem is, when it goes into your head, and everything bad that happens, because look, we all have bad stuff happens in our lives, every one of us, you're going to keep putting it down to the curse now. You're saying that's the bloody curse. <laughs> that's it, yeah. And so, like, like you said, even the smallest thing that happens that might be slightly bad, I might think to myself, 
that's that curse, and I should have just got it lifted, you know? I should have paid the 1200 Jesus Christ, 1200 To be fair, I think I never went to another psychic after that. Like, I really think that they're dangerous because um, they do plant seeds. And even if they thought, you know, somebody had some way of seeing into the future, the future can change at any time. You make one different decision and the whole chain of events is going to change. Absolutely. But because the very idea that we would believe that somebody can tell the future means that our futures must be set in stone. And that's not the case. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I would like to think that's not the case anyway. I I I think we make our own destiny. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go to another psychic. I don't believe it. And what about what about mediums or people who say they can talk to the dead? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like you said, I don't know. I just is that exp- I, is it exploiting people? Is that exploiting vulnerable people? Yeah, yeah, for sure it is. And I also do know. So my mom had a friend actually who was like a medium, and she used to. She told us that she used to get people who became kind of addicted to talking to her. Right. Okay. And she would cut them off. And she'd say to them, like, I've told you everything that I that you need to know, and I can't speak to you again. Because she would feel really bad just get, taking their money all the time. Yeah, of course. It's like it's like gambling. It's like, you know, when somebody comes into a bookies constantly all the time, you know, you kind of feel bad constantly taking the money. And I know many people have been banned from bookies because the bookie actually feels bad taking their money off them all the time. Yeah. It's a, it is an addiction for some people to go to these individuals. Actually, stay there for a second, Charlotte. Okay, Charlotte was cursed. Kathy, Hi. <laughs> You're in Ireland's class of kids. Now, Cathy, you used to do angel card readings. Um, yeah, up until the last couple of years, I used to do them. Can I just say to Charlotte, though, that if she goes on to the internet, there is actually a prayer. It's only a page long, and it's called Prayer to be Free from a Curse. Oh, that's free. You don't pay 1,200 yeah, quid for it. Do her any harm. <laughs> just read that. Okay, Prayer to be Free from the Curse. From a oh. Curse, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you can do it free. You can be uncursed free online nowadays, yeah, Charlotte, it seems. It's quite. A, it's only about a page long, but it wouldn't do any harm to read it. Well, do you believe people are cursed, Cathy? Um, well, she obviously was, so it wouldn't do her any harm, oh, would Jesus. it? Oh, huh? Jesus. Do, do you really think... Uh, well, I mean, no, hold on. When you say she obviously was, two people told her she was. That doesn't mean she was. They were... Yeah, they were. So just get rid of it and do the prayer and she'll be fine. She'll be grand. Yeah. She feels happy enough. She's in her life has been okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, getting back to angels. Um, okay, so some people believe that we all have a guardian angel. Um, and you believe that, Cathy, I, I assume? Yeah. Um, years and years ago, my brother used to do a lot of fundraising for an animal charity. And he was planning this big event. There was loads of people going to it. And he said to me and my sister, oh, the bloody fortune teller has let us down. Um, oh, I can't believe this. And me and my sister went, yeah, we'll do it for you. Do the fortune telling. Yep. Yeah. And the two of us were in this sort of hall thing. And I couldn't believe what my sister was saying. She was amazing. But she was just making it up like. I know. If somebody had their nails all bitten down. She'd say you're a nervous type. Yep. And she was absolutely brilliant. So I was sort of half listening to her. And then I And we was charging people. No, no, it was a bucket for this animal charity. Oh, okay, all right, okay. But I noticed that, say, they were putting in maybe five for me. <laughs> she was getting, like, 20 
because mm. she was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, she was very observant and she could understand she, people's personalities and yeah, yeah. Well, good she psychics are good psychologists. Said, I can't fathom. You're you're here, but you seem to be high. I can't get through to you. Why are you high? And the girl went, I live in a flat. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) She was absolutely amazing, right? Okay, so getting back to your angels, what got you interested in angels? Something, Niall. That was okay. Years later in Dublin, my poor husband asked me and my sister, would we do something for a charity he was involved in? And we were doing it. And no money. It was just for the charity. Put it in the bucket. But this poor man came in that I knew maybe 34 years ago when I was actually in hospital for quite a while having my third child. And he came in with a man and he was in bits. And I knew him as being a happy-go-lucky porter. And his friend said, please will you see um, him? He's been told by a psychic. I swear on my life this is true. He's been told by a psychic he's only got about two months left to live. Oh, my God. And I said to Maureen, Maureen, please. And she went, Kathy, I can't look at the queue because they're all queuing up for her. So I said, oh, please, God, let me, please. So he came in anyway. And I started saying things that I remembered him as he was a porter because he was always saying, oh, when are you lot going home and messing with us? And his friend stayed with him. And I said, you've, you've been told some ridiculous news recently, have you? And he, he was just, well, yeah. And I went, okay, well, whatever you've been told um, in it's not five true. years. And I kept saying things for the future and things that were going so to you were ma- So the point was, Cathy, I'm sorry I'm rushing for time, but you were making it up as well. Yeah, but at yeah. least uh, he wasn't dying. No, and of course, and, and by the way, any any psychic who tells anybody they're going to die or even tells them they're going to be cursed or whatever, uh, that that should be illegal to exploit know, people like that. that it is. It's that. a horrible thing to say to somebody. But anyway, but getting back to this. By the way, Charlotte, do you believe in angels? Uh, yeah, I do. Like my, my dad passed away when I was young, so you know, I think it's whether or not they're real. You you find like peace with that, you know. Hmm. Yeah. See, what I, what I don't understand is, and I'm not disrespecting either one of you, uh, you both believe in angels, yet both of you have admitted that you don't have any time for psychics. Like, Cathy admits that she, she made it up and so did her sister and she was brilliant at it. You said you think the psychic was a load of nonsense. You don't genuinely believe it. You think they're just, you know, exploiting people. So you think that's ridiculous, but yet you don't see anything ridiculous about believing in, uh, you know, a fictional angel. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm about having a go, by the way. I'm just... Well... You know, no angels coming around asking me for twelve hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, the angels don't look for money. You only get positivity from an angel card reading, anyway. Do you? And yeah. and, what, and much is an angel card reading? I don't charge people now. I couldn't. I think that would be disgusting to charge someone. Well, then, well, then that's not a bad angel. thing then. And so when when I when I go to you for an angel card <laughs> reading, what do you do? I did one Hogan on the radio about three years ago. Did you? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. And what does the angel tell you? Um, well, you choose a number. You have to bless all the cards and light a candle. It takes ages. Oh, right, okay. I was going to say, we can't just do it right and, and now. you have in your mind, what do you want to find out? Right, okay. Oh, okay. And then, uh, do you want to know something from the past? And then each card that you pick is the answer to what you've asked. And they're always correct. Sounds a bit like a psychic. 
Yeah, but these are blessed angel cards. So oh, that's, well, that's different. So, yeah, unlike the tarot cards. Oh, Mike Hogan, look where he is now. Uh, but he, he's, he is doing very well now, yes. Yeah. But, I, I mean... Uh, but reading. Yeah, but that, you know, that, but you could turn around to Mike Hogan and say four or five years ago and say you're going to do well in Radio Mike and you're going to go from strength to strength. But I, look, Helena did no, done well. Ashling has done well. I, you could say that about everybody in radio who starts off quite young. But it was his card and the affirmation on his card. Yeah, but no, I could. I, I, I don't need cards to tell you that. I could have told you that Mike Hogan and that Helena and that all the other people who have worked with me as well, who were young at the time and who moved into the media business, that they will all do well and get better and better. I could have told you that without even having a card. Well, I still think you and Ashley are the best. <laughs> thanks very much Cathy no, alright so I have to take a break Charlotte thank you and I'm sorry about your curse <laughs> All right. and I'm glad you didn't pay the 1200 because that certainly would have been cursed if you paid the $1,200 <laughs> God's sake uh, and Cathy I will I'll get you on to do a reading sometime just you know and just see let's have a look and see if it tells me good news by the way if there's anybody out there who thinks I'm wrong I'll, I will challenge anybody because I don't mind I've put every bit of information about my life is, is out there I don't really tend not to have any secrets. I know my information is out there. It's in the public. I've said everything about my life, my marriage, where I was born, mother and baby homes, all that kind of thing. Um, because of the type of show I do, people know everything about me. So, but there are things they probably had never have been made public. So I will challenge anybody who believes they're genuinely a medium or a psychic to come on and tell me something that nobody else could know. Tell me something from the past that nobody else could possibly know. If you can do that, I will believe you're a medium or a psychic. No, my mother's in a similar situation to the man that letter. I know that she goes to a psychic uh, who tells her all about my father who passed away six years ago. Um, but it makes her feel good, so I don't mind. But I know the person who has given her the information is an absolute and utter fake. But it makes my mother feel happy, so that's all that means to me. Well, okay. Uh, let me go to Inga. Inga, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Hello, Inga? you cynical old yoke I am. I'm a bit cynical, am I, Inga? You're, oh my God. Am I a bit grumpy today? Am I grumpy? I, d- I don't know. Was it the moon last week or something? Because <laughs> you get the effects of the blue moon for a few days before and it was, a few days after. It was the harvest moon last week, wasn't it? Yeah, blue, blue moon. <laughs> yeah, blue moon. I could start singing to you, Inga, if you like. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Okay, Inga. Anyway, you had a video call uh, with, was it a medium or a psychic? Um, He was a medium. Okay. He is a medium. Okay, and, and by the way, sadly, and I, I'm not going to obviously do any mocking here because sadly your, your son passed away very recently. Yeah. And, I, and I, again, my condolence to the loss of your son. I can't imagine what it must be like to lose one of your children. It must be absolutely awful. So I do apologise again. But Well, this, this guy now, my sister had told me about him and she had a reading with him last year, the year before. So um, she messaged me there. It was back in June. She said, I'm after getting you cancellation. She's blah, 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 because you're forgetting Nobody could get a reading for the last year and a half because you can't see anybody face to face. It's only starting to come back now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what in the email he says this woman, his mother, is is doing it over the phone. So, oh no. Yeah. But um, got on the phone. He rang me when he was supposed to. Got on the phone. Now all he could see was the top of my head and my shoulders, and he sat there and he told me stuff. Right. And I was like, oh my god. But before that, he had actually done. Um, when you, when you say he told you stuff, and I don't mean to pry, and I don't want you to tell me anything you don't want to tell um, me. Like, was there stuff that son, there's... The, the, he wait. knew my son's hobbies. He knew my son's interests. Could I, if I knew you, Inga, could I you find... Won't find... You wouldn't find it on my Facebook. But could I find out, did your son have social media? 
Um, yeah, he was on social media, but I don't know whether you'd find anything now. But um, and did, I that's a, I, I'm not looking for excuse. I'm just saying, is it possible that somebody could do that? Do you know what I mean? It could be, but yeah. that would be somebody that's dodgy because listen to the, that guy and the email about his mom. A good medium or a psychic, they'll talk to you, they'll tell you the stuff once, and then they will tell you, give it a break. You're not coming back on every week. Because what am, I, what am I going to be telling you next week? Mm. They're not going to have moved from one part of heaven to the other part of heaven. They will tell you, give it a break. If someone keeps ringing up and giving information, they're just faking it. They're just taking money and just coming up with crap, basically. And did it make, I, I don't want to go into too much details of your actual visit, and that's your personal information between you and the man that you were talking to. But in relation to how you feel in general about them, did it make, does it make you feel better? It made me feel calm because one of the, when I got to ask a question, I sat there for an hour and a half. I said nothing. I did nothing. I didn't move my face. He did all the talking. And at the end, he said, do you want to ask something? And I said, is my son okay? Is he safe? And he said he was. But that's, that a, that's of, all we all want to know. That kind it? of calmed yeah. me down. Yeah. But previous to the visit, he had done an Instagram live. Now, I haven't a clue about Instagram. My sister said one night, go on this thing. She said, 11 o'clock tonight. Go on there, click on, see what happens. So clicked on the middle of the thing. Hundreds of thousands of people sent him messages. He gets messages about illnesses, deaths, yep. murders, you name it. Covers the whole lot. And in the middle of all of this, he pipes up with my name and starts talking to me. And I know, and I know that can give people hope and it makes people feel better sometimes. And if it does, I don't, you have a huge issue with it. It's when the, it's when the money comes into it is where I have a problem. But would you, do me a favor, stay there, Inga, because I'm a bit rushed for time, but just stay there, please. I want to go to Deirdre as well. Uh, Deirdre in Ireland's classic. It's Deirdre, you heard Inga there. And she genuinely believes that the chap she spoke to, you know, gave her information that he couldn't have known otherwise and, and maybe that he was genuine. Do, do you believe they're genuine, Deirdre? No, I don't believe the genuine. Um, I went, actually, I was listening to the lady, the card reader, the angel reader, and um, it was an angel reader I went to. Um, my mom had passed away. I just wanted to know, was my mom okay? And um, nothing else. So she never brought up my mom in the conversation at all. Um, she just said, um, what questions do you want to ask? And I said, I just want to know, is everything going to be okay? Um, she said, you have um, a husband that is sick. And I said, yeah, I didn't go into details. Um, when she didn't outline my mem, I just thought, here, there's something going on here. But anyway, she didn't go into details. I didn't go into details about her, uh, the illness of my husband. And I just said, um, yeah, is he going to be okay? Blah, blah, blah. And he, she said, um, unfortunately, um, he's going to pass away in three months. Oh, my God. She so told I your husband to, was going to die. Yes, she told me. Now, my husband, I, as I said, I didn't outline the illness. So and and can I, if I can ask you, was, was your husband very sick at the time? He is very sick. Okay. He, he is very sick. And he's still with us, is he, dear, to your husband? He is, yes. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And next, anyway, um, uh, my daughter, like, she was vulnerable. She went the day after, and she was on the ballot. Now, I was... I was scared to talk about what happened because my first worry was, am I going to lose him or am I not? And um, next anyway, she said that my doctor told me she was great. So I left her alone. I didn't say anything about it. Um, I was buckling this off. I was actually, I was actually waking up to the night seeing for a post. Mm. Are you okay, Deirdre? 
Yeah, I actually... I, I know, but I'm listening to you. That's had a huge damaging effect on you. Oh, yeah, it affected me because he has been so sick. And I know, I know, I know. For a lot. So, Nick's anyway, um, my, hus- my, daughter, my husband said, I'd like to go. So my daughter said, I'll take you. So the book began when he went. And she said, um, you've been sick. And he said, yes. And she said, don't worry about it, James. You're going to fly through life. Oh, so she told him something different. Something different. Oh, yeah. Deirdre, do do me a favour. Will you you hang on? Because I have to go into a break. I want to come back to you after the break, all right? So stay with me there. Ashton can pick up the phone to you, Inga, as well. Uh, Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-008. Imagine a psychic doing that to her. That's awful. Telling her her husband's going to die. And then when the husband goes to see her, telling the husband he's going to be grand. And that poor woman, this was two years ago. She's upset on the phone even thinking about it now. That's how damaging people like this can be when they give this kind of information. There's a lot of the time, I'm, look, I, I personally would believe all of the time, some of you might believe in them. They're just making it up. Deirdre, I am still, during the break there, myself and Ashley were just talking about it. What a shocking thing for somebody to say to you in relation to your oh, husband. Yeah. It was because I have a son and a daughter. I know they're adult children. But the fact was that I had to hold that in without having to relate that to them. You know, I had to kind of not say anything at all. And But I really genuinely thought, because my husband is very sick, I really thought I was going to lose him. And I only lost my man shot a couple of months ago. And I thought, am I going to face another few my, my condolences in the last year, ma'am. So you, and your husband was sick at the time, and she said to you, your husband is sick and he's going to die in the next few months. Yeah. Uh, oh, my, yeah. what an absolutely... I see... This was the problem, of course, why the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland decided that, you know, psychics shouldn't be allowed to give that kind of information on radio because it's not fair to do that to people because we don't know if it's, you know, if these people are frauds or if they're real or if they, you know what I mean? And to yeah. tell somebody something like that, you know, it's just absolutely horrible. I mean, whatever about doing it for entertainment purposes, you know, you're going to win the yeah, lotto or yeah. you're, you're going to go on a holiday or those kind of things. But to tell somebody something so serious, that could be life-changing. Life change. can, you know, but the way I looked at it then after that, I realised, now, thank God I'm a, a strong-minded person because when there's someone sick in the family, you learn to kind of be able to cooperate. And I'm also a carer, so I have that aspect of experience behind me. But if someone went in very vulnerable, more vulnerable than I had been, then... The, but you were, the vulnerable, Deirdre, you were vulnerable. You were, yeah. you, were, you were caring for your sick husband... And then you would have went home to him that day with this on your mind, you know, that this person's at the telling yep. me that my husband's yep. going to die. You must have been distraught. I was, and I was looking at him now, even though he drives me mad at times. Oh, I know. But I looked <laughs> at him and I thought, how would I spend the time with him? How will I make him take everything okay for him? It, it really brought me to the stage that I was making myself this sick until he came home and he said oh my health is going to be fine and all this I, I just thought how cruel can someone ever be when I'm already stressed with him being sick without her putting extra pressure on me you know and did she when he went back to her the second time did she know that he was the same husband that she no, had to she didn't, so she didn't know about it. No. Yeah, yeah which just goes to show you she's a fake but actually, it was the Angel Cars, um, style. It oh, okay. was Angel Cars that I went to. So you'd, imagine Angel, you'd imagine Angel would be giving nice and stories and nice news, wouldn't you? 70 euro, they yeah. charged me. 70, 70, 70, euro. 70 euro. And if that lady said this, oh, it's, it's 
it's about, it's about money. It is about money at the end of the day to a majority of psych, so-called psychics. I put it this way, Noel, I take every day as it comes and whatever comes, I'll face it without anyone trying to tell me yeah, everybody, everybody, we all, I often said everybody should treat every day like their last yeah. uh, and treat every day like it should be the best day of your life and enjoy every day with your husband because I'm sure he'll live a, a long life, dear. I hope he does have a lovely yeah, long life yeah, and, yeah, and you, you two know. have a long life together. That's absolutely awful, dear. I'm really sorry that happened to you. That Don't should never worry. happen to anybody. It's just that I hope that someone has listened to my story and think twice about considering psychics, okay. angel readers, whatever. Don't be as vulnerable as I had become. You okay, and, and 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 it made a big difference to your life, of course, because it upset you so much that I, I, that would have destroyed your life. Oh, did yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. And, I and how are you now? How do you feel now? I, I feel okay now, Niall. Good. I'm kind of caught in between because I keep thinking to myself, well, if she didn't know, but then I said, to Ah, don't be, don't be, don't be even know. believing it, Deirdre. Clearly, oh. clearly, the woman was making it up as she's going along. You yeah, know what I mean? If she did know, Niall. She would have known that was my husband. They, they, of course she would have known. There. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She would have gave him the same story if she was genuine. She would have probably yeah, given him the exactly, same story. She's not exactly a doctor. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for giving me the time to speak to you. Thank you very it's much. It's been lovely talking to you. You take care and look after your husband, all I right? Will, of course. Thank you okay. very much. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Now, that's absolutely shocking. Oh, my God. That's one of the worst stories I've heard today. Imagine going to a psychic and a psychic telling you your husband's going to die in a couple of months. Oh, my God. Thankfully, the man didn't die. And then he goes back to the psychic, unknowns to the psychic that he was the husband, and she tells him he's going to have a long and healthy life. It just goes to show you, clearly that particular psychic is an absolute and utter fraud because they didn't even know the two of them were married and they gave him a completely different story. Remember, doctors, psychics are not doctors, okay? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.